0: When mama told me I was young, come sit beside me, my only son, and listen closely to what I say. And if you do this, it'll help you on a construction site someday.
1: (laughs) Oh, take your time. Don't live too fast. Troubles will come, and they will pass. Go find a woman, yeah, and you'll find love. And don't forget, son, there is someone up above.
2: <laughs> <laughs> guys, welcome to the Construction Life, man.
1: Thanks, Thank Manny. I'm
2: always impressed. Like, you guys got here early, and it's I guess that's the go-to. Wherever lives the closest is always late. We were a little late. On time, but late. But you guys got here pretty early coming from Sudbury, man. Yep. And I appreciate that you guys are coming in person. And It's, it's, it's kind of a, a nice feeling that a lot of tradespeople want to actually sit down in the studio and have the conversation. Talk shop.
0: Big event here. Yeah, uh, pay it <laughs> no, respect, man. Good. You're doing good work, no, for, thank you're doing you, good man. work for everybody no, in it, the it industry.
2: It's got, I always say it's not me, it's you guys. You guys are the ones I've shared my stories. You've heard my stories. I, I've got new stories coming up, but it's always the guests that have interesting stories. Even off mic, we got started and we already started to ramble on about all kinds of stuff that's yep. going on in the industry that we mostly dislike somewhat like <laughs> but we'll get into all that so it's going to be an interesting conversation because the first thing that you guys shared was it's a little different in subbury than it is here in this kind of greater toronto area and you got a glimpse of the very expensive homes uh, nearby the studio here
0: amazing those things are banging man oh they're nice, oh, they're, nice. I mean.
2: they're pretty penny though Yep. insane budgets uh we only wish we can get all those shows so let me do a couple of shout-outs first. I've got John T on Craft & Clerk. Uh, thank you so much for that. Uh, I want to just let everybody know who we're speaking to. I've got on the right of me, I've got Aaron. Uh, how do you pronounce the last name?
1: Vakala. Vakala.
2: And so there's a bunch of companies that you're associated with, right? Futurescapes, yeah. Landscaping, Lime Kilm Quarry, Future Tote, Fisher uh, Wavy. Uh, you're a reference. them. So their websites is uh, futuretote.ca, fisherwavy.com, and then to reach him is Aaron. Two A's uh, at futurescape.ca and then OV, uh, sorry,
1: OVEHKALA. First initial last name, a At that, That's
2: at, at FisherWavy.com. Okay. And then on so, uh, social media, it's Futurescape uh, underscore Aaron. And then I've got to the left of me, Serge. How do you pronounce your last name? Uh, La Prairie. La Prairie. Uh, Complete Home Services, uh, HS at hotmail.com. And then on Facebook, it's Complete Home Services. On IG, it's Complete Home Services. You guys have been in the game? 16? 10? Yeah. How young are you? I'm 44. Oh, you don't look 44. I know. What's going on here? I know. What kind of sawdust are you cutting here, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know <laughs> How young are you? I'm 46. All right, so you guys are still younger than me, man. Wow, you guys good-looking guys for the youngins, yeah. man. In my eyes, it good. keeps you healthy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where do you guys want to begin this show? How do we want to begin this show?
0: Wow. Ah, You're calling, Aaron? You want to start it off?
1: Well, it's a strange... Uh, it, it's a bit of a odd encounter for me to be in this position, Why I feel. Not? I'm here with, I'm, a sa- I'm the salesman. Got it. I got associated with Serge through construction, him walking in the door needing masonry products and him being a skeptical, untrusting kind of SOB who does everything his way.
2: He's heard all the he's, sales. He's
1: heard all that yep. shit and we've fought and we swore at each other and I lost his <clears throat> business after I gained his business for a number of years. You proved yourself. And then we came back together at the lumberyard when I ran into him at the lumberyard one day and got his business back. And oh, I, said, so I said at one point, we're friends. He said, no, we're associates. I said, yeah, you're right, man. We are associates. A, it's a
2: good clarification.
1: And, and Serge invited me here because I've listened to your program and you often talk about the salesman's responsibility when he provides a product to you and to him. In the end result, what's the salesman's responsibility in that? Yeah. And when Serge says Sudbury's a smaller market, it's different, and we get overwhelmed when we come down here, because I just see competition. I'm always looking, who's in the business? Who's in the game? And I come down here, and I see rows of shops. So how do you make a relationship with someone? Who do you fi- how do you find the right guy? I come from a smaller place where there was only really one place to buy Brick and Stone. There was a couple more, and you could have choices but the one place really stood out so you were granted a lot of respect just because you were there but then you had to keep it and earn it and hold on to it and i've lost it and i've got it back and he always pats me on the back for saying you're that guy that does the right thing that does the follow-up that tells the guy you'll get back to him that answers the question but i'll
2: uh, be honest aaron over the last three years i think your segment has really dropped the ball yep no i doubt. agree 100 we're on it but this guy you guys I'll left us for hanging. This guy. i don't I'll, know I'll which is great that's why it's great to hear this but a lot of hopefully sales people that are listening you guys dropped the ball man like you they agree. didn't have answers people well, didn't have answers i know but there was still there was still that associate relationship there was still that okay listen let me reach out to serge let me reach out to these guys and girls and just go how's everything How's everything going? What's business like? What's going to happening? what do you think? Have just a regular conversation, not a sales conversation. Have a regular conversation. None of that shit was going on.
1: Yeah, and I've and heard, I heard I that. Pissed. I've heard that from other contractors. Yeah, contractors tell me on the way, grab some coffees. And oh, whether and I, do, and I do and I do or and I don't. Sometimes, typically I do. And I've got it. And we talked about this on the way in from a Mason. I went and saw a couple of weeks back, and he says I just haven't had a regular conversation about construction we sat for an hour in the middle of the construction day he was off his travel he makes money when he's laying stone he, t- he spent an hour with me and he thanked me for doing it and i'm the salesman
0: let's give a shout out to uh, that's
1: that i feel there's a big like i don't know where the wh- why why are people why do you do it and why do because the i'm his don't. partner because his business supports my son's... You're a tool. You're a tool in his arsenal. I'm a tool in his arsenal. I'm a, I'm a partner to him. He's a partner to me. Yeah. So, I, you know, it, it seems really strange to me that guys are able to maintain a job and a paycheck for avoiding the questions and the responsibility they have. What's hard about Why it?
2: Why are they avoiding it? What, what was the first thing, Serge, that he did that you thought, okay, this guy is this cat's a little different?
0: Um, just getting back to me, and that <laughs> is the, that's the biggest thing. <laughs> Guys ain't getting back.
2: In today's technology, man, like if you ain't calling back, you're doing that but on purpose.
0: I think part of it is the uh, attitude of these yes salesmen. I call them yes salesmen. Everything is yes, 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 yes until the shit hits the fan, and then the phone goes dead. And it can't get a hold of them. Nothing. He was easy. He was always available. Seven o'clock at night. I'll text him. Yo, yo, back. <laughs> right and then we get into it stay a little closer there yeah.
2: no and, 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 and so why do you think they all dropped this ball over the last they, were they just cushy because the thing is that sales went up you can be honest about that right like yeah we're busy Hell, so. stuff was going out stuff stuff was, being was going sold. out
1: but you couldn't always get what you wanted there were tons of delays there were substitutions there were deletions so there was a it, logistics changed for us, we have to move, for you guys, you're right next to the plants. Yeah, You're in the hub of where all the material is. We've, it's got to travel four hours by tractor trailer north to Sudbury. So there's that to manage on top of, we're not next to the plants. So I, my sales rep, I see a couple times a year, the manufacturer's rep. We can't walk down here and rattle the cage. We got to do it diplomatically with a pen, type an email, make a phone call to keep the ball rolling. So I think there were challenges in the manufacturing processes that were really legit. You couldn't get a part. I know talking to the guys at the concrete plant in Sudbury that make block, he couldn't get a part for his big German machine. Demand's off the roof. He's selling everything. He could, he could sell more. But did we but forget he, how to think? We're in construction. Some oh, for sure. What for happens
2: sure. to a tradesperson when on their job site and things are not going well? Do we not all become MacGyvers and figure this shit out? Do yep. we not figure out an alternative, a solution? Do we not? We're constantly doing that. The lazy ones don't. Yeah. The lazy ones just say, fuck it, I'm going to walk away and I'll figure it out tomorrow. But the ones that you're running totally. your own business, we figure it out then.
1: I can only talk for where I was yeah, for in, sure. in this situation, selling masonry and, and hardscape products. Yeah. And I can say every single manufacturer that I was representing, Brampton Brick, Canada Brick, Aeroscraft, Permacon, Unilock, Oaks, Block, Cultured Stone. I'll, I'll keep going. And all these companies. And they did change. They couldn't change fast enough because everyone was under a lot of pressure, whether it's the stress disorder that COVID was impl- uh, you know, on us. There's yeah, no yeah. post-traumatic stress. We're yeah, dealing yeah, with stress yeah, disorder. We're Everybody's head's messed up. Yeah. So... I saw lots of people just kind of drop and fade in and out of effectiveness. And what did what did you do to get better? What did you do to manage it? What did you do to manage it? I don't know what I, I know what I did to manage it. I did. I changed my day. I changed my schedule. I changed my routine so that this was able to keep up with yeah. this yeah. sorry. <laughs> the yeah. phone and everything else that was going on because stuff was haywire. Did you see a lot of salespeople in and out? Because we saw
2: a lot of transitioning in construction. Like you saw a lot of hospitality people coming in into construction. They, they were doing small jobs here and there, odds and ends, and just making a living, as they should have been, right? Sure. But I didn't really see that on the sales side. I thought, mm-hmm. I, think, I thought what I looked at was everybody was kind of enjoying the position that they had. I'm still being paid. I'm still being compensated. Uh, there's no real threats of me losing an occup- like any work. Uh, but I didn't see anybody coming in because that's, that was a challenge for somebody new getting into sales. But I don't think anybody that was experienced was going to get out of sales because where were they going to go at that time? In the middle, we had tradespeople stuck. We can't leave. It's our business. We have work to do. We have to figure out how we're going to do this work. That's a challenge, right? Where did you get your start from, Serge?
0: Um, it's a funny story. Actually, I started uh, in body work. Auto? Yeah, absolutely.
2: Right out of high school?
0: Uh, pretty much.
2: How many years did you do that for?
0: 13 years.
2: That's a good chunk of time.
0: Yep, absolutely.
2: Got out of it for?
0: Uh, just tired of like the phoniness of it and how people would come and then you're married to these cars. You paint a car, complete car, you're married to it for the rest of your life and they want to pay you Mickey Mouse money to do a complete car mm. and it's just not worth the time or the money and the money wasn't there for me.
2: Why not get into the mechanical side of it? And uh, deal with
0: that? because that's just the same thing.
2: It's funny, though, you've heard probably on this show that plenty of tradespeople have always compared their rates to a sandwich board from a mechanic shop. That You come in, it costs this. You come in and you want this, it costs that. It's just there's no negotiating. But that's not the case. There's still a bunch of shit negotiating oh, going on.
0: Absolutely. And uh, I think with the uh, body work, it was just mostly collision. If you're tied in with insurance, that's where you would get the big, big paying jobs. So, and, like, rust work wasn't the paying jobs because you're married to it. Once Russ sets into a car, it's like cancer. You just can't. It's just going to keep on. He'll never stop it.
2: But the same with construction and like uh, insurance calls. And even like Carlitos mentioned on the show where that's how he got his teeth. Right. He he started on insurance jobs, which is like next to no money. Make it look like it was. Yeah. Which is always a challenge for a new person getting into construction. Right.
0: Yeah. So what I did is I just made a merge and uh, I started just doing work uh, on my own home. And that's pretty much how I started, just doing my own stuff at my own house because I couldn't get a hold of a contractor. Most of the contractors just never answered a phone. So uh, I just started doing that and built kind of a little bit of a reputation of doing a, oh, yeah, that turned out really nice, and then just kind of built, like, pretty much every other contractor that you know has started. It started with small jobs and then move on up, right? Yeah. So I paid myself to learn, essentially, right, with my own home and experimented on my own home where I know uh, where I fucked up here, fucked up there. I'm not going to do that on a client's house, right? So, and then now I pretty much do everything solo. I don't have, I have a few good trades and one good trade electrician who uh, is now ESA has kind of left me. So now I'm looking for a new electrician.
2: Oh, so you finally got... Certified. Oh, no, he's an ESA inspector. He, yeah, he's oh. an ESA inspector. Okay.
0: So, uh, he was a go to guy, dependable. And I've learned over the years, Tim Horton's coffee, uh, cards go a long way with trades. <laughs> yes, they do. Absolutely. You drop those off, poof, they love you. Yeah, they do. First thing you learn, man, drop off $20.
2: It's a nice little gesture. Absolutely. It's as simple as that. We are simple people, man. little gesture like that, it goes a long way.
0: And so, uh, Ever since then, and, they, they, and it was, as my career uh, prolonged, uh, these guys were so dependable, and they were kind of like at my beck and call. Hey, I got this job coming up. You interested? Yeah, no problem.
2: They make you a priority?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm one of those contractors that pay right away. Far you, and few. Like right away, job's done, here's your money. Because I've watched the whole job. I'm on site. All the
2: time. It's interesting because I'm the same way. And then they, you'd also get some sort of, not a sob story, but you would hear that they would work for other GCs that don't pay right away. And then you quickly learn they're the Peter Paul GCs. You know They'll get your money once they start the new job. And then they'll yeah. take that money and then pay you for the last job. But do this job for me, please. I was like, but you haven't paid me for the last job. And I'm like, I did, that's not how it works, right? So I, I look at them, like, hey, you came in, you did the scope, everything's fine, everything's signed off, inspector signed off, client signed off. You're compensated. Wow, what a weird concept, yeah, eh?
0: Yeah. <laughs> we um, we um, wish
2: that we can get the same thing, too, on our last payment. That's a different story.
0: Yeah, I've never really had a client where I haven't been.
2: No, nope. I hope you don't.
0: I've had some suspect clients. You saw it come in, brewing? Oh, in. yeah. Well, I tend to vet almost every phone call I get. What I are some of the key
2: flags that are words or things that they may where's do? Where's
0: my free estimate?
2: They'll, they'll just harp on that, huh?
0: What? You're looking for a free estimate right off the hop? You, you didn't sub- even say, hey, can we uh, get a consultation? No.
2: <sighs> free.
0: Where's my free estimate?
2: How is it up there in Sudbury? Is it? Shit. It's just, that's the one word to describe it? For, for me. My why why, why shit, though? What?
0: I don't know. Uh, I get, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just my handle. Complete Home Services made me think I'm a handyman. I'm more of a contractor. Yeah. Like, I, in my opinion, I build a little bit more mid to higher end. Yeah. I find in Sudbury, it's more, uh, not landlords, scum lords, So it's...
2: <laughs> Make it smell and look pretty.
0: It's a lot of gray laminate and fake white polished Carrera marble tiles in the shower. Wow. And acrylic base. Acrylic base. I don't do any one piece acrylic base shower systems. Because I've seen too many horrors ripped out a ton.
2: They just don't want to pay?
0: Uh, I don't think so. Maybe I'm just, maybe it's just me.
2: No, but have you spoken to other GCs and try to figure out what uh, the costs are?
0: I'm kind of like a lone wolf. I'm kind of, like I told you earlier, I'm kind of fly under the radar do my own thing. Get my own clients through obviously reputation. I've been posting stuff on Instagram. Actually, my wife posts all my pictures. Um, And I tend to rely pretty much on just that and word of mouth
2: it's how we build the business pretty much but i mean when you go i'm just briefly talking about pricing wise you have all your subs and you have all your your material those costs are coming in you're adding your management you're adding your uh fee for running a business and then you're adding a little bit for profit and then a little bit for marketing and that's your magic number that you present to the client correct bare bones yeah pretty much yeah Yeah. so everybody that's legitimate you're working that's you're all going to be in the same ballpark, are we not? Yep. Because you're you're going to have so many clients, and then they're, they're going to come in. I go, what's the cost of this, and what's the square footage of this, and I'm going to order it. Even if you give one person a slight discount or even increase or whatever, it's still in the same ballpark.
1: Yeah, it's same
2: in the same ballpark.
1: Yeah, the materials aren't going to vary that much.
2: So I always say that good trades are always the numbers are very very close, and I'm talking like close whatever. Let's say just for argument's sake, a hundred thousand dollar rental you're going to be 100,000, maybe 900, 100,000, and I don't know, 1,000. Like it's just, it's going to be very, very close. It's when the clients start bringing in the fly-by-nights and they bring in the cash guys, and that's when it's going to be dramatic. It's not going to be 100. It's going to be 70,000. It's even going to be like 60,000. But then you got to start educating. And then it's a, me personally, it's a waste of my time. Yep. I'm not here to educate you. If you honestly believe that that person is going to give you the same quality that I'm going to give you or anybody else that's quoting this properly, then you're out to lunch. You're not, you're not, you're disrespecting the industry to begin with. And then you're just looking for a race to the bottom, Yeah, which is an insult. And that's the vetting process, right?
0: Yeah. And part of it is that, uh, now we see a lot of investors coming Come in. in from the South to the North and cause the average home is like 300 grand. And so.
2: How many square feet? 2000?
0: No, like a thousand square foot, 1500 square foot. Okay. So, the, but they're all derelict shitholes. You know what I mean? But investor buying that turn it into a rental property. Everything seems to be rental property. Three, basement,
2: first yep. and top? Yep. Legal? No. Of course not. No. What are the rules there? I know the rules here, but what are, are there same any... Same thing. Same rules.
0: Yeah, well, it's Ontario Building Code, right? Yeah. Well, Ontario. no, there,
2: there's different municipalities here.
1: Uh, well, you know, the city of Sudbury is encouraging now people to build secondary oh, yeah. units on their property if you can build a granny flat, encouraging, yeah, and that's second, whole, you know, yeah, secondary units. Yeah, They're trying to increase, increase population density through the most affordable means necessary, right? Because we're talking about, what, 1.5 million? In Ten years. Residents. Those Is it ho- new homes? Homes,
2: not residents, homes. Homes, so that's right. a, So you a could a park a family of five on one of those floors. Yeah. And they will do that.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: But
2: then yeah. you're going to have five people with probably two cars. So you get two extra cars on the street now, plus the other floor, plus the existing main floor.
0: And you can build a whole separate one-bedroom or a one, uh, whole separate home on that lot no can you not do you can do the granny you can
2: do the yeah like a a, like a a different dwelling on the same property there's slight but they're they're kind of relaxing those rules now that's why they're doing this to get more building going on yep i guess their mindset is okay we'll make it possible to build more so basically the guys that are in the industry are going to work more make more money or i still disagree i think that it's going to attract people like scum lords yep to just build more of
1: those because now the rules are a little softer. Yeah, the softer the rules get, the easier it gets. The, the people with money are going to invest and want the quickest return of on that money. Of course. They're it's not common there sense. That's right. So, if, and the cost of getting into anything new is prohibitive now. You need two really solid incomes with no child support or other leg All and kind shit of, oh, hanging life. off you. Life yeah. hanging off you. Yeah. So... Who's not going to be renting? Which 25, 30 year old won't be renting in five, 10 years from now? So the, at the cost of a new home. Let's not even what talk are these about 1. the wealthy. million a 5 million home going to cost? Talk
2: about just tradespeople in general because a lot of them do it. Like you'll buy a property, you'll renovate it, split it into a, a duplex or a triplex, whatever. And now you've got that property. You can rent it out here in the, this area. You can rent it out for, if it's nice enough and big enough, you can rent it out for three grand. Right, if you got a parking spot, you probably even get thirty two hundred if you wanted to.
0: That's the going rate in Sudbury. No way, twenty five hundred bucks and up
2: for a thousand square foot unit. Oh yeah, why so expensive? Just it's a it's a
0: can't afford it. Like it, it's a blue collar town. Well, and again, Sudbury's there's is a blue collar s- town. There's, there's not a lot of money. Well, there is money. There're pockets of money, but there's. But not people a lot are forced
2: because they can't buy the homes, or so property. they have to yeah their property Our or the property. property
0: tax on my property, I'm 1550 square foot home on a corner lot. What do you think of property tax? You can't is? be
2: around 5 or 6. 8000. You're 8000?
0: 8, I'm not shitting you. And Holy you got to roll through like semi these old derelict semi-D's, which are paying $2500 in property tax. And then you come into my pocket and we're 8000.
2: So this is what pisses me off because now you get people who buy these properties and they hire us. And they're paid a premium, and they want you to do it for bottom-end dollar, right? Absolutely. It's not fair.
0: So that's part of the vetting process I got when I get a phone call, and I see a 416 number or a 647 number or (laughs) (laughs) right there. Unless Uh, it's my number. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I look at that number, and I'm like, yeah, can I help you? You know exactly what's going on. Yeah, I got an income property. Yeah, I'm not your guy. I'm not your guy. Because then I'm devout, Like I, I, tend to think I build them more of a mid to higher end for suburb. I mean, here it might be quality Mickey Mouse for you guys. No, it's
2: quality, man. I've seen it
0: for 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 me. I think it's mid to higher end, and I I I do a little things that are a lot different than what people are using. I I put a whole flat roof on my house. People are like, what the
2: Christ? Why is it that you do that, Serge? Did you see so many properties there and go, who the hell? I can built this like do you see the poor quality there oh yeah you see well, it uh...
0: so i just finished building in 2021 this new house that i'm in and i've watched three other builders build in the same subdivision and holy christ i wouldn't let those guys touch my 10 speed this diagonal bracing and fucking insulation on the outside is phony as shit
2: they're doing that
0: oh yeah no sheeting
2: they're just putting the foam, the SM, and that's it?
0: SM and diagonal wind bracing.
2: Are they taping the foam?
0: Some, but most of the time it flies off. So. It's Holy shit.
2: Holy cow. And
0: it's three-sided vinyl siding.
2: On top of that?
0: That's it. No strapping, no facal.
2: You're inside the house. You're going to hear that vinyl just rattling. You're, you're going to hear it. You got it. Wow, that's disappointing.
0: Yep. But it meets. Code. Minimum code. I know,
2: which is, I just disagree with it to the beyond, right? Yeah. It just, that's scary shit, man. And then, and then you get a homeowner in there. Absolutely. Either buying buy or renting. a premium
0: yeah. price. What's the average for new? 400? 300? In Toronto? Yeah, per square foot.
2: No, uh, I don't know about per square foot, but the average has dropped this year. It started at the start of the year. We were at 1.2. We're around uh, eight and change now. So it's dramatically dropped. I don't know. Is that also a fact yeah, it's a huge drop in one year. Yeah, we're I don't believe all the crap about real estate's online. Don't believe the crap that oh no, good. Everything's good. Market's good. Plenty of product bullshit, 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 bullshit.
0: That's what they are. Bullshitters.
2: <laughs> they're still selling bullshit is what it is, right? Like the the truth is that it has dropped, but it's still they're benefiting cuz you're still getting like something for for a huge amount of money. And then they they lipstick it. And then they it's rent horrible. it out and they, make, they just know their numbers. You get a triplex, man. Honestly, three grand each. That's nine grand you're getting out of that fucking unit. Yeah. That's scary. Whether it starts to fall apart in a year or two, they don't care about that shit. Then they'll hire somebody else to come in and just slap it and make it look pretty
1: again.
0: I won't be that guy. Or, that sell it. Yeah. Or, or sell, sell it. Or sell it
1: before the shit hits the fan. Yeah. Or, and, or sell and, it. And they're out of it. They're not in it for the long term. They're not in it for the client. They're not in it for, for the home, for the structure, for that living building. That'll be there, like the homes that we saw, the old brick that was done in the '50s, still standing there with its cottage roof, four sides. The guys that are calling him for these aren't in it for that. No. But the people that are building new homes for themselves want that. So there's, uh, there's two different people building structures. They want what we're that. Say. They want that. But
2: they don't want to pay the price.
1: Absolutely. Some people people do, but yeah, you're right. Some people do. That's a
2: small fraction, and that fraction is probably as big as the contractors who actually care about building it properly as well. And my problem is that you either um, just say, fuck it, and I'm going to build a different way, which is less caring and make profit, or I keep fighting this battle. Trust me. I don't know how long you guys have known me or followed me. I've fought plenty of battles, man, and I've had plenty of conversations with lots of tradespeople on different job sites and also on the show. The way you're doing it, Manny, is wrong. You're the minority in this industry. You need to be a part of the majority, which is the majority don't care as much. It's sad to hear. I still disagree with it, and I still try it. The fuck it. Yeah, fuck fuck it. it, Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly it. But that's the majority of our industry, no?
0: Uh, Oh, yeah, absolutely. I fucking see it all the time. All the time. Fuck it. What?
1: You know who can't fuck it? and this is what I'm, I'm proud to deal with these guys, are the Masons.
0: Absolutely. Benito How? Masonry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Benito? I,
2: I can go yeah. on. I,
1: I can give a bunch of Listen, names. Listen,
2: I love Masons. We just had Tricara County in here. And, uh, that's and what I, I mean. I, I love if you Masons. Put, if right.
1: you put a brick on the on the wall that's crooked or a stone upside down or backwards, you can't hide it. No. It's there forever, and yeah. everyone's going to see it. You're judged every day on your work. And that maybe uh, that's, now that you ask me, why do I follow-up and why do I take the call and why, you know, do these things? Probably it's because I was trained by a mason. Really? The fellow, the gentleman, I'm going to say. Older, the older cat? Yeah, yeah. Len, Len Demetia, rest his soul, opened his business in 1970 after he grew allergic to cement and couldn't work with it anymore and started becoming a dealer. Mm. And he unloaded Loads of Walco Sill from Ohio in his driveway by hand, 10 foot lengths with his crew. You know, a 45,000 pound truckload. They were wow. just manpower, no machines. Yeah. And orders went in by teletype, and everything when I got there was done by hand. Teletype. 2007. <laughs> that's how he started in the 70s. And yeah. In 2007, I wrote invoices by hand. And if it, not everybody in the office could read your writing, redo it. Everyone has to know. And maybe it's just that type of mentality that the mason that a good mason the guys that are really proud and i think most of them end up becoming that way because you have to be yes. to stick in it instilled mm-hmm. in me and and i think my father going back and just generationally it's in my genetics to be a little more caring about my work and the people i'm with on a day-to-day basis but i think that if we're doing a circle here, of where things are going, is if you can hide it and if you can say fuck it, yeah, I think there are a lot of people doing that. You know, ah, the owner won't notice. You notice, I notice. The owner won't even notice. And do they notice? Nope. A lot of times they don't. They don't care. Until
0: until it's the final payment. Then they care. Then then they'll they'll bring up
1: issues. Or there's a leak in the roof. Something. Water's coming in from this strange... I didn't like Always the way you
2: smiled me. at me on Thursday. Can yeah. we talk about the price? Yeah. yeah. As soon Always as you got to open your wallet. yeah. <laughs> Always
1: the price, man. As soon as the money come, has to
0: be.
2: But I mean, yeah. Serge, why not just say, fuck it, and look at the numbers and sit down with your wife or sit down with everybody who's working on the business and going, I can make
0: this much more money if I just say, fuck it. Because I'll be honest with you. When I do a project, if I do a custom bathroom, I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for myself. Because I'm trying to, I'm trying same, to be, I, I feel like an artist. I feel like an artist and I feel like, holy shit, man. I sat back and Fuck, I did that. And you know what? I just improved that much better on that project. And I'm going to move on to the next project and I'm going to do it 10 times better. Every single build I've ever done, I've always pushed myself to make it that much better. So,
2: the yeah, way it should be, it just gets me thinking Clinton Young. I don't know if you heard the recent show, Clinton Young, uh, I don't know, 298 or something like that. Okay. Um, Field, Fieldstone. Yeah, with all uh, tattoos, yes, okay. Well, there's been about a hundred well, guys on this guy, show that are <laughs> all guy, tatted up, guy. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he sent me some text pics, and, and it was um, a miter of a casing. I don't know how this magically happened, but the vertical uh, was wider than the hor- uh, horizontal, and it's still mitered, but it didn't miter properly, so it was all filled up with DAP. And, oh. that, and that's how I was left. And then he showed me a picture of uh, a steel column in the basement that had uh, colonial casing or uh, baseboard around the bottom of it. And it's a round pi- a piece of steel and it's all filled with that.
0: Was he in Sudbury?
2: This is Toronto is based. He, I'm not exactly he, sure.
0: I, I can almost guarantee he was in fucking Sudbury. Someone might as well just shit, open up man. a
2: business and just go like, fuck it, contracting, just get right to the point. And that's who the clients are going to hire. Just accept it. Yep. That's it.
0: It's horrible, man.
1: <laughs> well, what do, you, what do you say when you say free estimates? You devalue your guaranteed. skill. Like, yeah, you're devaluing yourself before you even show up. The customer up. expects you to Who be the cheapest. Who started the free? That's the, the problem. Guy. Who started it? Who started it?
0: The guy that was guy. trying to undercut everyone. You get,
2: you get a lot of people that are, are I guess, influencers you know, in the industry that are saying you should charge. You should come up with a rate. You should do that magic formula where, listen, I charge a thousand bucks. If you hire me, then I take thousand bucks off the price. We do the job, and everyone's happy, right? But someone started this free bullshit. Yep. And then now it's it's ingrained in clients. Every client, it's ingrained, right? And if it's not free, cash. That's the other evil sword, right? Yep. And we and I know this. I know this for a fact. I mean, I could just and I I don't frown upon anybody who does cash. I know the industry to keep driving. You got to kind of do a blend. You got to kind of. That's help. survival. That's exactly it, right? And so I don't frown upon anybody that does cash. You're surviving. You're doing a good job. You're still delivering quality. Absolutely. Right? If you're, technically speaking, stealing money from the government, when the government is fucking abusing the money and wasting it, and then you got to question, why am I giving it to you? But that's a whole other political theater that I don't want to get into. But uh, like, I. That's, those are the two that we're being told by the clients. The people that have the least amount of construction experience are telling us that's how we should run our business. No, no, no. Fuck you. That's not how we should run our business.
0: And if you put any kind of pushback, holy fuck, the homeowner looks at you like you're the devil.
2: But then I just face the devil and I don't want to meet him, so I'm going to leave. <laughs> so and then I'm you gonna, don't work for the over devil. The, over the that's years,
0: it. I've learned to and uh, construction, will fucking toughen you up. And I've learned to uh, harden up. Ask Aaron.
2: But hopefully, not too hard that you're like, I hate this business.
0: On a job site, I'm 100% like full on serious. Don't fuck around.
2: You still got the love every time you start a new job? Goddamn right. Even I though the job it. wasn't 100% what you got, like it kind of got whittled down. The price got dropped a little bit. Hopefully, you did that move where it's like, you want that price to go down. Let's remove scope. Because I'm not discounting I, the price. I almost
0: never get that. I just that's the price. That's the job, and that's it.
2: And they'll never come back at you and go, "Can you lower this nope. a thousand? I've
0: never had thousand. that issue, Fortunately, we get
1: that shit all the time. Here. I guarantee you do all the time. Guarantee. Isn't that doesn't that come down to your contract though? Like how many when when you've got a contract a, doesn't mean shit in Absolutely. construction. You're right. It doesn't. No, it it mean okay, shit. you're right. It doesn't mean shit, but it is your f- written communication. It is between you and the homeowner. So the first time as a contractor that it starts to go sideways isn't it your responsibility to bring that to their attention and you're say, exactly
2: hey. right that's the thing is that but most contractors are always trying to people please they don't want to rattle right. the boat that's nobody right. ever wants to talk about the fucking elephant in the room that's stepping on brand new hardwood you know what i mean and they want to be nice so then the clients start to twist the wording or the scope what we agreed on that's already been tracked in emails or either texts or in a contract or any like a statement signed off change they start questioning that shit you don't want to be the bad guy so you start to please and you continue to please and then all of a sudden at the end of the job all these continue to please situations are all compiled and now you've got to really confront it but they've got all the bargaining power you don't that's the best thing that like you just said it the best thing to do is confront that fucking thing right then and there and it comes up we're not moving forward until we resolve this. This little problem we have to resolve because I know where this little problem is going to go. It's going to be a massive problem in your favor, and I'm going to lose out. Contractors always lose out. I Absolutely. honestly believe that homeowners twist the contract way before and way more often than contractors do.
1: Absolutely. they, they, they got have you the in there. Yeah. They're the got customer. You. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, the customer's right in their mind. They're the customer. The customer's right. They, they do have you in there. All your tools are in their house. Everything's there. They gave you the deposit. Material's Legally ordered. speaking, the moment that material shows up
2: on that job it's site. Theirs. Exactly. It's theirs. I've been there th- through materials. and I've seen. I've you seen facilitated the group. delivery. You had your laborers carried it in. You brought it in there. They started working with it. It does not belong to you. You paid for it. You fronted it. You got it. It does not belong to you. It belongs to the homeowner. So they got you literally by the construction balls. That's yeah. just how it works. All I could do is like I, I tell guys, if you're young or whatever, you're getting started. The moment you smell a tiny, tiny fucking problem, solve that problem right away. Right off the hop. That's it. Yep. Be I, the bad person right off the bat.
0: I tend to uh, walk the client through, and I'm like, don't go on holidays because I ain't doing this job. Oh, fuck, they love it. Don't that. fucking go on holidays. You're staying here. You're watching this whole fucking progress. Take pictures. Don't fuck around. No, I'm going to get away. Clear my head. This no, no. is too you're dramatic. You're going to look at the job, and whenever a problem arises, you're not going to hold me up. You're going to get them. We're going to figure this out. And we're moving on from that.
2: Common sense dictates that it should be that way.
0: That's how I do it. I don't do it. I won't take a job if you're going to go on holidays.
2: Let me do I'm a little a, history, guys. Sorry?
0: I'm a little different contractor. I don't, uh, I'm not a, a gypsy contractor where <laughs> they do 15 <laughs> jobs at once and fuck all gets done. And the quality of work goes for shit. It does. I told myself when I got into this, I'm going to do one job and move on to the next. Simple as that. I mean but, but I'm not making million I'm not making millions and I can't come to terms that I'll never be a fucking big time contractor making millions but at least I'll do 100% the best quality I can do for the job.
2: But what about nervousness about we finish a job? Job never finishes on time because so many changes. Uh, so you you're booking another job. You're like, "Okay, I'm going to start this date." But then that last job, you've got to finish. So that date gets pushed a tiny bit.
0: That's fine. I'll, I'll call the client and say, hey, listen, uh, we're just a, a week out ahead. Uh, we're a week out. Can we move? And up? they're yeah, cool. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they've waited for me, right? And most of my clients are referral. And I tend to, uh, you, you get a good vibe when you meet them on the initial uh, consultation.
2: You've walked away from a bad vibe?
0: Oh, yeah. All the time.
2: <laughs> just like polite, just gone, see you later?
0: yeah or, or like I'll i forgot a
2: tape measure in my van i'm just gonna go to the van and i'm <laughs> just out of here right
0: no uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> i should do that one day just for the fucking shits and giggles of it man fuck you later <laughs> <laughs> no um uh you just priced the job where i've gotten screwed before where you just price the job astronomically where you know they're not going to take it fuck you got the job though now you made money but
2: oh, you're making money now you're making legitimate money Where you should be, that's the price that you should be
0: making. Or you just skyrocket the hopes and prayers here
2: guys let me share a little bit of uh, history and construction history of basements Uh, the existence and basements is highly dependent on uh, geography and weather even in ancient times colder areas used a space under a home for water wine and food yeah if you're European for sure they were often small spaces with dirt walls and floors meanwhile basements were unheard of in wet areas due to flooding risks Uh, in the renaissance basement space provided wealthy families with a place for their kitchen servants quarters and laundry rooms when the increase presence of mold and mildew was realized inventors began experimenting with vapor barriers and drainage systems to protect basement storage areas soon after the new uh, the need for storage was replaced by living space uh, still today basements are commonplace in colder areas where the foundation must extend below the frost line so the building does not shift in thaw cycle we know how valuable basement spaces are I guess in parts of the US they don't even have basins they don't they deal with cross spaces and shit like that but here in Canada it's never been a storage space it's living space and especially yeah. income. Now that you can get two thousand dollars for a basement apartment and separate entrance. It's wild, eh? It's crazy, huh? <laughs> Where do you guys want to go now, man? I'm enjoying this. I'm totally enjoying this. Uh do you wanna get a little bit of business out? Sorry? Like I mean with with you, Aaron, about I because mean, you got a shitload of things going on here. Like I, I yeah, love it's the been a, it's I,
1: been a crazy year for me.
2: Yeah? Yeah. Are it they changes. improving product? Are they Are we back on the track or is the, is the cart
1: still in front of the horse? I think next season, at least in, in, I I haven't seen a big quality problem in masonry products. Concrete products, maybe a little bit, um, but those get resolved by good manufacturers. So I think quality wise in, in the industry I'm in, all things are Good.
2: Good.
0: We more nervous? manufactured
1: the more touches i think something has to go through something simple like windows even seems to be still a problem uh windows so is a whole other fiasco such a phony yeah, industry that's a, that's windows you're that's fucking another. right well okay, how are
0: you gonna know i'm gonna blame
2: politicians for that for getting our infrastructure oh, here and sending it down to the states and i'm not i'm not angry at anybody like in the states or anything like that but it's just we can't get the glass and canada is not a viable market when you're 37 38 million people and you're the size of california you're ordering X amount. I think we had a supplier on, they were talking about it, like it's like three or 4% of their product is sold in Canada. Are you really going to take care of Canada if you're three, 4%? You're going to you're gonna take care of the other ninety seven ninety yep. six, 96, right? It's like lumber. Same it's thing. Lumber shipped to Asia, shipped to the South. We have it all here. Yeah, I know. Are you guys nervous about next year? Is there going to be a recession?
0: Oof. Oh, fuck yeah.
2: I was having beers last night and we were just shooting the shit and... The young and at 28 years old was like, man, is this really going to happen? I was going, dude, I'm not a fortune teller, but I'm telling you it's going to fucking happen.
0: Yep. I think so. I'm it's twice your age,
2: yeah. and I've been through.
1: It's going to happen. But we haven't really seen it. Well, we haven't seen a hard recession. Not a hard one. We this see, this we will see be a, dip a hard one. We a and then a correction. Yes. But no one's really went hungry. You know, no one's had to do without. But are we getting to that? Is it, it going to come to that where the... The trades, maybe we'll see people come in because they are hungry and they see there is a need for construction. Maybe that 1.5 million number they're talking is going to be, make work for hungry people. Where's it going? Like, is someone looking ahead? We can't, I don't know. Not going to happen. How are we like where, yeah, does it make sense? If you have a cannonball,
2: do you try to figure out how to build all the cars that you need for the cannonball? Or do you try to figure out all the drivers that you need for the driving of these cars? You bring the workforce in first, yeah. Then we catch up to what's existing, and we get to a point where now we're sustainable. Now we can build 1.5, but they're going half-ass backwards here.
1: Right? So, construction people always—I'm going to say new Canadians, right? Yeah, new Canadians kind of fill construction jobs. So, where are all the new Canadians? They're saying immigrants. Immigrants. So uh, they're uh, opening up floodgates pl- pl- with immigrants. Yeah, right? immigrants. So they're going to be—Are they going to be immigrants coming to work in construction? They say they're going to be. And how do we get them in construction? Do we rely on the government?
0: And who no. is, who's training no. them?
1: And
2: even if you train them, how long does it take to train? <laughs> this ain't months. This it's, is I, years.
0: It's a, like a 10 year process. Yes. Easily 10, 15 years.
2: That's if they still keep the interest and want to stay in it. They'll stay for the 10 years. Now you've got the point where I can either be on my own, I can work for somebody, I could be a site for, like I could be a product right but that takes a decade yeah. so like they're talking about a decade they're, this magic is going to happen i don't know what they're <laughs> they're rolling up certain dollar bills and they're snorting certain items yeah, no. and that's, that's, like, that's white
0: white envelopes yeah. everywhere yeah, christmas that's, that, in that's,
2: july that's exactly what it is man christmas but are you seeing them i'm not seeing them <sighs> i would love to see it one day though <laughs>
1: <laughs> or or is or is this what, that 1.5 million number, is that coming from the OHBA as a no, driver for the industry to no. keep the industry pushing for new, new, new?
2: No, that's that's political theater. That's just like, I, I think someone did some sort of analysis and said, well, based on the last 10 years, this is the number we got to. Based on what we think is going to happen in the next 10 years, this is what I think we can. But so, people that don't swing a hammer are telling you this.
1: But if if they came up with that number, they have to have an agenda of how to meet that number and that that number is always going to involve money and somehow them being involved in the process to say to get to this magic number to say we did it
2: what's the one what's the number one number one just number one uh objective of any public official i don't care what planet i don't care what country what i don't care what's the number one thing keep their job re-election re-election so say whatever the fuck
1: you want to get re-elected yep so how does 1.5 million homes in ten years help them get reelected? Other than with us, because it's our in, industry. In, like hell yeah, let's four start. Four
2: years homes. in four years, Ford will be attacking it again, yep. trying to get his keep his job, and he's going to start shooting out numbers, saying we've already achieved 300 thousand of this 1.5. We're on track for being. You're going to see that. I guarantee you're going to see that. All phony numbers. Yeah, yep. and nobody's really going to be looking at the truth behind those numbers.
0: Because if you start contesting it. Then you look like you're, yes. you're the bad guy.
2: Exactly, and But the thing is, the people in the construction industry are the ones that are going to be contesting it, going, no, we're not building that fast. We're still being, like, it's everything's being trailed, man.
0: Yep, absolutely.
2: So that's why I'm saying that we're always we're on our own. You either have to build your own little circles. You have to find like-minded people in this industry. You've got to push out the cash, guys and girls that want to do those business, fly-by-nights, don't work for uh, landlords that want to just fucking... Do shit work and just yeah. make a dollar. <laughs> let them do it. Let them swing a hammer. Yeah. if they want to do it, then let them do it. Let them figure it out.
0: I'm trying not to devalue myself. That's pretty much what. That's I'm important, doing. man. You know. Well, yeah. Um, like back on the topic of uh, what is it, 1.5 million homes in ten <laughs> years. Yeah. Like I said, man, at the beginning, I'm still trying to become a registered builder.
1: You two started that process
0: two and a half months. HCRA has not got back to me.
2: Have you followed up?
0: Yep, absolutely. So it went from application on the status to pending.
2: It's still pending? Yes, sir. And then you follow up again asking when you guys are going to change this pending to...
0: On the pending status, the original phone call was, well, it takes eight weeks. Well, you're at 10. Now we're at 10. So I'll wait. I'll call Monday. And find out what's going on.
2: Are you speaking
0: to somebody? Or is Uh, it just home? Obviously a a receptionist. Okay. Low man on totem pole. Yeah. And that's all they can answer.
2: And you're doing this for what reason?
0: Uh, Just to be, I don't know, I'd just rather to open up my uh, more avenues. I want to build, I don't want to build multiple homes. I want to build one or two custom homes a year, and that is it. Quality custom homes for me.
2: And you want to buy by the rules. Absolutely. But then you have to sell those rules to the client. So that house is going to cost a certain price. Absolutely. There's going to be a min-max. max depends on the quality or the extras or all kinds of bells and whistles that you add. Is the market wanting that up there?
0: To a certain degree. There is, yeah,
1: in I mean,
0: but everybody has an uncle. Everybody has uh, that is in contract. Everybody googles. Everybody watches YouTube videos. Everybody watches TV. A shit ton of contractors in Subway. Really? We're only one hundred and sixty-six thousand people. By the way, that's the same amount of people when I. The same amount of population since I've been because I'm forty-four years old.
2: It hasn't grown.
0: Hell no, we're not. Uh, progression there, we're regression.
2: So what's the mayor? Horrible. They're not doing anything.
0: No.
1: Well, they are. There's, I mean, there's changes. Doing? There's. What uh, are they doing? There's changes happening in Sudbury that are. You try. The thing is, when we come down here and drive here, it's always developing. The the everything. The cranes are up. Everything's new. Everything's fresh. And if this is where you land, and you come north i'm going to say north it does seem a little backwards because it is it's not as progressive there's not the same amount of money and influx of energy as far as the human energy and and just drive so yeah. things are a little slower too and much the red tape p- and well and the politicians are the politicians they're they're holding things steady they or- don't have to push for innovation and it's hard to attract people but now that people are accustomed to getting say the old covid mindset of Pre-COVID was go, go, go. Then not a lot of people that were fortunate, I'm going to say fortunate or unfortunate, however you want to look at it, that work from home, kind of chilled out. Yeah. Said, I can work from home. I don't have to live in the city. I want to go somewhere there's water. And those kind of people have the. That's, that's what Sudbury's selling now is. The, they call it the city of lakes or promote all the water, promote. But it's a beautiful city. It's a beautiful city. Oh, it's a beautiful city. It's a beautiful city. Or it can, can be a beautiful it can, city. It can be. It can be, yeah. There's pockets that are dirty and there's pockets that are beautiful and the homes where the people don't have the budgets and are looking for everything top end aren't in neighborhoods they're on water down a gravel road private and hidden and that's what those people want and that's what the city's attracting and, and drawing into it so the homeowners there what are their career options what are they doing what type of people work mining
2: there? blue collar Blue collar, mostly blue collar.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, supporting that industry, the professionals, the engineers. Uh, the, there's a lot of heavy industry that's developed there, um, mostly uh, spinning mining. off from the mining industry. That's now smart people have brought it global because we're all connected now, and they've been yep. able to span it out. So there's a lot of sort of global money coming in to Sudbury. We're fortunate to have it. Um, but on the contractor's end and how that affects contractors is the contractors that are the best at social media, at having a nice office, that having a public face, you know, greeting the customer, doing all the, the right things as far as the, the image is concerned, are getting those customers first, naturally.
2: Because but they're out there hunting for them. They're, they're working hard for yeah, them. Yeah, they're, they're presenting it.
1: So a guy me. like... They're presenting it. They're selling it. Yeah. A guy like Surge isn't always going to... They're not going to go on Instagram and necessarily find Surge because they just look on their phone and say, Home Builder subreddit, and see someone who has a bunch of awards. That's creditation, That's credibility. It, it, <laughs> it's not in my opinion. Awards no. no, don't mean shit. It's, no, not it's for us because, because you know you the did, difference. But the how does a... What, what? The homeowner doesn't know. The homeowner doesn't know. So how does a homeowner... Who, who's got, we're going to say 2 million because they're building something special or up. How do they determine who's going to build them that house? How do they know without word of mouth? It's word of mouth. It's
2: word of mouth and the feeling that they get and the scope of work that they've seen on either digital. I don't know how many people, how many people like clients of yours have seen your work personally? Uh None. I, I hate that. I hate any client that asks me, can I go visit because I don't want to disrupt that person that yep. I just did the work for. And, and I wouldn't want to come to you after this is done to disrupt your life, to bring people, strangers, into your home just so you don't take a look at it. Call them. Have a conversation with them. If you want to vet them that way, sure. But to disrupt their own life? No. They It took time to build. They're done. It's finished. Let them enjoy it.
0: Yep. Absolutely.
1: But these guys, I guess, yeah, yeah. you've got the beauty of digital now. You can share your work. Uh, Everyone's getting better at Photoshop. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) pictures, yeah, pictures don't necessarily. And then it's always
2: strategic too. You know what I mean? Certain angles, yeah. Yeah. And you're you're hiding other bullshit, right? So it's just like, but homeowners don't is like this is bullshit.
0: How many times do you zoom in on that picture? Just to see.
2: I'm just curious. I do it all the time. Yeah. Every single time. If someone sends me something, take a look at this. Yeah, I'll sure. Zoom I'll right zoom in. in. I'll yep. zoom in. I want to take a look at this shit. See how good it is. Yeah. I never understood the guys that did the videos where they're like walking around all over the place and all of a sudden they're zooming into the, the spirit level of a level, right? And all of a sudden they're like, oh, look, it's between the lines. And the camera's like doing this. And <laughs> and I'm like, "I that's not verification. I mean, that's not telling me that's it's perfectly level. That's just like you just show me this on an angle on this side and that side, whatever
0: yeah
2: i agree but it's back to presentation yep everyone is and everyone is a better used car salesperson than the next person whoever
0: has the best game
2: that's all it is and you connect with the client that's how you get the job that's got to be tough though if Subway is a blue collar community how do you sell them on mid to high-end quality
0: uh i've changed my approach in what way uh i'll i'll talk to the client kind of have an idea of what they're looking at doing and I'll give them the option. You want me to handle the whole project because normally you finished material, up? finished material, I'll let the homeowner pick it and then, and then I can't take a picture for Instagram because it just looks like <laughs> yeah. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? I know. So if I take the whole, uh, take the reins and just keep moving forward and show them, like listen, I'll give them samples, little samples. What do you think of that? that oh yeah, we love it. Yeah, and I'll do it and then I'm happy. They're happy. Everybody's happy. And then that way, I'm being efficient because I know where all the material is. I know how to get yeah. the material. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll get it all on my time. I, know, and I won't load the whole goddamn job site with fucking material everywhere where you're like jockeying shit around. So for me, uh, I am starting to go that approach and just giving them the package deal. This is what it's going to be. This is how much it is. Custom bathroom, 30K. Let's move on.
2: I want to ask you, Serge, do you pay attention to how Aaron sells you? Because as contractors, we can learn a lot from a good salesperson. He's never
0: sold me.
2: (laughs) No, but there's certain techniques. Like sometimes when I get, like we all get telemarketing calls, right? It's like there's always someone with a surname, Govinder, that's got like calling me about duck work, Right. And Duck. Uh, Duck I know, I know. So, but I sometimes if I'm curious, I'll just stay on the phone to just hear if this guy could actually sell me. Cause then if I can maybe learn a trick or two, then fine. But if I can't learn anything in the first minute or two, I hang up and I'm gone, right? But a good salesperson that I connect with, someone that actually I see and they care about my business, they care about the industry, they care about a bunch of shit, I'll have conversations that kind of plant sales tips because we need them too, to speak to our clients. So that's why I'm always really interested in salespeople that know how to communicate properly.
0: I try to sell myself. And so I'm one of those oddball contractors that think, um, well, and a renovation is a little bit of an inconvenience for the homeowner. So I'm there seven days a week till the goddamn job is done. Faster the job is done, faster I get paid in full. I shit you not. So I'll do every project seven days a week move on to the next, take a week off, move on to the next project. That's how I've always, it works for me, may not work for him, may not work for that guy, but it works for me.
2: What about your own personal life though?
0: There's lots of time. There'll always be time. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Yeah, but you tight. You close it down at five. Uh, you, you work dependent. a reasonable schedule. You don't kill yourself seven days a week. You work 730 to five.
0: Yeah, there's always another day, right?
1: No rules up by you?
2: I mean, technically speaking in this area, we're not allowed to work on Sundays at all. Saturdays, we're only allowed to work really? 9 to 5. And during the week, is 7 to 7. That's wild. Right? No, There's no hourly no, no, restrictions, like eh?
0: Homeowners are happy when they see you there. Really? So, oh, yeah, 7 days a week.
2: Right through the holidays? Holidays are coming up. So you uh, take it right well, through the 24th or no?
0: No. Like, uh, yeah, I would work right up through to the Like, even Christmas Day if I had to. Really? Absolutely. I can't. I would. I've never had that, but I would.
2: Yeah. But then you definitely back in there right after, like, on Boxing Day or something. Yeah, absolutely. Working all the way to the 31st or something.
0: Yeah. This last build I just did, uh, I started April 16th. I moved in. I got occupancy December 10th, seven days a week, and not one day off. Wow. Up at five. Train my body up at 5, work till 7 every night. So all this fucking hit-the-gym bullshit and all this recovery time, you know where you're actually going to recover the most? Sleep.
2: Yeah. Sleep at the Go to bed.
0: That's (laughs) it, man. Wake up. Just you become a robot.
2: When everybody's partying, everybody has to do other shit outside of construction. They don't care. People don't care about your business as much as you. They never will.
0: I love the aspect of building and that's what drives me that seven days a week
2: but you can't do everything
0: i do everything
2: you do everything
0: yep on my own stuff i will do everything
2: but on client stuff
0: on client stuff i'll bring in the guys that i need yeah,
2: yeah you have to yeah i'm the same way on my own like shit my, yeah
0: like on hvac uh hvac i'll get a shout out to uh, my home heating, um and then
2: who's he who's it?
0: uh his name's ryan ryan okay yeah, uh solid dude uh, i'll use him uh electrical used to be obviously you're on,
2: you're in the market for a new one absolutely we should have a construction tender eh
0: absolutely <laughs> you need you're a new electric no here. seriously an electrician
2: just like here's an electrician you know he's got five years experience looking good in his you know workwear or whatever he's got <laughs> all his gear it's like okay swipe right here take him.
1: <laughs> damn who's gonna go on there though
2: I think every contractor will go on there. Yeah, let's
1: put something together. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You need a software developer.
2: I joke the show is construction Tinder because everybody that's on the show is always getting reached out by other people. I heard you saw on. I like what you had to say. If you're ever in the market, that's what I get. I get a lot of
0: that. Go. You're connecting people. Yeah. I start. I started the, I don't know, for me, I just started uh, every po- uh, every podcast, uh, podcast episode you've had and whoever you have on, I'll just follow them. Fuck <laughs> <Lock> it. <laughs>
1: to see what they're up to. Absolutely. Yeah. Why not? Well, I, and you know what? I've I found in in just talking to contractors, everybody likes their trying to keep secrets. Guys like to keep their trade secrets. Yes, secret. they do. This is my yes, they do. I got my wheelhouse. I don't want to share that with Serge and Serge has all his secrets that so people are stealing from him too. Everybody has you know that mentality isn't healthy. I, I don't think it is. And doesn't move you forward. No, no. And I mean, I work as a salesman and um, we go over all those businesses I represent there. So what part one company is a landscape construction company. So now I'm involved in estimating projects, um, not just the material end, but the labor and, you know, mini X machine, this and so many loads in and out. And now I'm figuring a lot more factors other than just so many square feet of material. So the challenge continues in that sort of selling relationship, it's easy, it's easy to sell Brick or Stone because people don't know anything about Brick or Stone until they have to pick it for their house that one time that they build or twice if they're lucky or what have you. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to come off as an expert. Yep. And I hate to say it because I don't want people coming and stealing my gravy, but it's taken a long time for me to build the relationships and know what I know. Maybe I sell myself short when I say it's easy. But the, as a general contractor, you're a general contractor, and you have to know everybody's business. You know, your masons, your electricians, your plumbers. And how do you do that? How do you do that?
2: you got to open up. So it's be, like, I've got to give you something, you yeah, got to give me something. That's it, how you do it. No,
1: and, and have these conversations, and everybody can win. Yeah. It shouldn't be, like you said, when things go sideways because there wasn't a conversation had that the homeowner wins every time. Yeah. So how do all the contractors get together and say, what can we do when we start a job to protect ourselves from these situations? Because you don't have someone monitoring every hiccup. And I know how it goes because a hiccup will happen and the job should stop. But if a decision isn't made right away, the whole crew stops moving. The truck stops rolling, three guys on a job site are there holding their shovels, and the homeowner thinks something's going on. And if you're not billing time, that time's your time that you're sucking yep. up. Yeah.
2: I find the younger generation is harder to reveal secrets. Because I think they've got two things going on. If they bring somebody in and they're training them and teaching them a bunch of shit, in the back of their head they're thinking, this person's going to think that they can do my job within six months or a year or whatever it is, and then they'll be gone.
0: I won't lie. I. I'm you think that, that way? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm that guy.
2: I never gave a shit. Because my mentality when I got into construction or anything I do if I'm a one-trick pony, then I shouldn't be in any industry. Really? So if I could reinvent and do something, I mean, I've done bathrooms how many different ways? I've always tried new ideas, different. I don't give a shit. You want to take that? Go ahead and take it. I'll figure out another way to do something. You know what I mean? I'm still dumbfounded that this show is doing so well, and all we do is talk construction. It's like we talk about the same thing over and over, but we talk about it in different ways. You can't be thinking that you're a one-trick pony. It doesn't matter what trade you are or if you're a GC. Every house that you worked on is not the same you've done things differently so you've got different ideas plus there's new products coming in you want to try new products you want to implement these products in different ways you can't be a one trick pony so i don't have that fear if you want to take them go ahead but the thing is leave on good terms because i guarantee you you're going to want to call me and have a conversation with me because you're going to get into a bind and then you can't call me if you left and burned right
0: i think part of it is for me is uh (laughs) young guys that just don't have the passion so they have I, the money before
2: the passion. That's all they're worried they, about. They think their money is dictating their passion, and it shouldn't.
0: Well, you can know. pay me more, and I'll
2: work passionately.
0: You
1: know, <laughs> you can't buy <laughs> passion. Smack it on your head. People you'll work passion. passionately. People, people give their passion. Yes, it's they, in you or it's not. Are, yeah, they're not. Simple they're
2: not. as that. It doesn't matter if I fill your wallet. It's not going to make you a more passionate tradesperson.
1: Yeah, money comes at the end.
2: I've had so many people. Uh, reach out to me recently i had two kids 18 and 20 years old right they their mom follows me i'm like okay cool and then the mom said they should check this out right so then they reached out send me a a dm and they just said uh listen love to ask you a few questions And i said here's my number let's schedule a call and then they called we had a conversation they were both on the phone and 18 and 20 want to get into electrical trade they were asking me where should i start where should i go Or should I begin? Should I go to school? Should I do the course? Should I do the trade school? Should I do all this other shit? And we had a a good conversation. We had a great conversation. And I said, the best thing you guys did was reach out and make a phone call to somebody in the industry. And you guys are young enough to start already planting the seeds. Right? Figure out. That's smart. 18 and 20-year-olds. Absolutely. They have a passion. They see the... Like, they're not even exactly sure if they want it to be electrical. And I said that. That's the other thing. And the one thing I did say to them... Reach out to whoever you want to reach out to, whether they're a Sparky, and I gave them some suggestions, a lot of guys that have been on the show. Reach out to them and go, listen, I want to shadow you for 30 days for free. Just offer that, and hopefully you can learn. At the end of the 30 days, you ask them, are you ready to pay me, or do we part ways, shake hands, everything's all good. But if they show the passion and they're interested, then that person is going to hire them, no? That's solid advice. Could work. Hopefully these guys stick in it, right? And that's... Why isn't the government doing that?
0: <laughs> well, that's what I was just about to bring up. Do you, do you, do you see the government agency being a, making it almost goddamn impossible for a young guy to get into the trades?
2: They don't make it attractive for any young person to get into the trades.
0: Fuck, they make it almost impossible.
2: There's something really interesting that I can't share yet because I've been told don't share this happening next week. I'm visiting uh, a manufacturer that has come up with something that will change the construction industry. And, and, and change in a good way because it's going to change it to attract younger tradespeople from getting into the industry. I'll tell you guys off mic about COVID, it, right? But I can't yeah, say it on the mic because I'll get you know, slapped or whatever, yeah, right? absolutely. But, I mean, I do love that the show is given me the opportunity where I can have these candid conversations with certain people that are in the industry. I'll listen to them. I won't listen to politicians because these people actually want to genuinely change the industry for the better, not to monetize. They're going to make money from this. Of course they're going to make money. But they're also going to attract a lot of new blood into the industry. That's what I find attractive.
1: Yeah, that—that's what it's all about. Yeah. How do we get new people in? That's why I asked about the new Canadians. Are they going? Are they coming here to work construction? I, somebody's. I guess. Are we? I don't know. Yeah. What are we doing for our young people? I got my son saying he wants to come work at Futurescape next summer. So I got one recruit. He'll be sixteen,
2: and he's he and he's conscious of how hard that he, work is.
1: He, he well, he's an athlete. He wants to be strong. The best landscape crews I saw were run by wrestling coaches. I don't think
2: Tom Brady could last in construction.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not, but you know what? Best
0: workout in the world would be a con- contractor.
1: It is, it? Yeah. but it
2: being a being an athlete or being a, a trainer or being like that is not necessarily being a good contractor.
1: No, 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 not. But uh, to, I'm be a, just to be a laborer, yes. to be a labor, to work a shovel. Yes. just to hustle all day and sling rock and, yes. and say you're fit but i've
2: seen 18 year olds come on the job site through OYAP oh yeah program and already have my wrist is kind of hurt oh, yeah. like
1: by lunchtime you
0: know.
2: your wrist is kind of hurting i'm almost three times your age man and my wrist feels fine right so, so you I'm, gotta tell him that man I, up i did tell him that i was like you can't
0: say that no more okay oh, I said use it. whatever word you want to use i wasn't <laughs> standing i
2: wasn't standing around i was actually doing the exact same thing i go if yeah. you want you push the wheelbarrow i'll shovel the gravel i don't give a shit which one you want to do it doesn't yeah. matter
1: yeah that's it you know so like, put it like make them feel yeah they got out they got out he didn't show out. up the next day i was just but, he's done he was tapping yeah. out right so so you, you <laughs> end up going through people like that
0: <laughs> soft
2: OBC talk required guards, guys. Uh, every accessible surface n- uh, not protected by a wall, including but not limited to flights, ramps, exterior landings, porches, balconies, mezzanines, galleries, and raised walkways, must be protected by a guard if there is an elevation difference of more than six uh, six hundred millimeters, which is twenty three five eighths, and if there's a slope of more than one in two within one point two. What's up?
1: oh no we oh, just, we we're just <laughs> talking about that the <laughs> other day. i had a job this week at jo- jobs the guys are on today oh I called search for some obc info on steps Here yeah. you go. keep going yeah.
2: so actually i haven't posted the show yet but you guys definitely want to check out tracks.ca um i'll talk more about it but it's all the building code right online oh so sign up for monthly and then you can type you in whatever you want
0: Two of the big binders they're right yeah, there i like yeah. it they're right here put it in
2: my phone so digital is fucking amazing Solid. tracks.ca check it out i mean i'll do the show and you guys will see it and they we actually walked through it and we were using it and it's brilliant awesome, awesome. so you All won't time. have to go through that's a help what, what they, they should go. have
0: done is uh actually they should have written the actual building code in normal layman's term
2: can't it has to be legalese has to be
0: too many gray areas you got to figure out every uh, possible... Interpretation. Yeah. Interpretation.
2: I don't know. Interpretation.
1: If, you read, if you read all that detail on steps and landings and heights and elevations, it's detailed It's there. pages it's, and pages and pages there. of different the variable
2: options of things that you could possibly build. They have to cover every gambit. And then there's still going to be new stuff that's going to come up and that's where the, all the amendments come in. But this website actually puts all the amendments automatically in real time. Oh, perfect. So you don't have to fucking put it into the binder, right? Yeah. I hate those binders. I want to light a match to those binders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so three three feet, 11 inches. Guards are not required at loading docks, uh, floor pits, and r- uh, repair gar- garages. Uh, access provided before maintenance. Uh, guards must be at least 900 millimeter, which is 35 and 3 8 high if they are within dwelling units. Serve a flight. Or guards must be at least 1,500 millimeters, uh, 59 inches high if they serve exterior stairs or landings where the elevation difference is more than 32, 10, 32 feet 10 inches. Guards must be at least uh, 42 inches and an eighth uh, high in other areas. That's a standard 42 now. Yep. They changed all that shit lately. Well, not, I would say 10, 11 years maybe. I find it personally, that's too high.
1: I think it's a little high.
0: Under 5 foot 11? is not no same. 42 inch but high, I, rail, yeah. yeah uh,
1: aesthetically, it's not great. That's yeah, where looks, I get yeah. that's above your
2: hips. You go into an older home, I'm sure there's older homes in Sudbury. There, oh, like, fuck it's fuck about what two feet high. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little low. <laughs> like, if, if my knee is higher than that railing, I got an issue with that railing. Like, that's a little low.
1: Well, it makes a good case for 10 foot ceilings. It's true. Forty, yeah, there you go. It's true. Yeah. Gentlemen, where do you want to go from here, man? <laughs> what do we got time wise? I got 130. We got plenty game. of time.
2: We got plenty of time. <laughs> All right. Wait, what time you gotta go? The ho- what is
1: it? I've got a 1.30 hockey game in Whippy. Ah, yeah, you should No, right. oh, no, you I should make it. We got another yeah.
2: half hour or so. A solid.
1: So. Yeah. Where do we want to
2: go? In Toronto traffic, go a half hour or Whippy? Yeah, oh, uh, it might take E-T-R. you about forty E-T-R. minutes or forty five yeah, well. minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, the commute must suck here, right?
2: Toronto sucks, man. It's horrible, eh? Yeah, everyone knows I spell Toronto uh, T R A F F I C. That's how I spell Toronto. I might actually Photoshop the, you know, the city limits when you come in. Population, I'll, I'll Photoshop the Toronto name to traffic. Right.
0: That's amazing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's brutal, man. I have no idea who the civil engineer is here, man. Is it bad up in Sudbury? No. no nah, not at all. You can Easy. get around. Everywhere.
0: 15 Easy. Just potholes. Ten and minutes. And yeah. Oh yeah. If, if you're looking to blow out your suspension, come to Sudbury. No. Yeah. You get a oh, really? oh, half yeah. ton.
1: You got to drive a half ton in Sudbury.
0: <laughs> your truck is beat yeah. the shit in the after a year. Like it's horrible so if you had a
2: chance or to change the industry up there to educate the clients would you make the effort to do that
0: uh i do educate the client and uh the actual substrate material
2: yeah so you choose even though when you're presenting your quotes you're still choosing the better product
0: i use always the best product okay as i don't need a, to come back i don't need to 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 have to come back with an issue but with that being said, you've seen warranty issues with the product. A lot of the new product is shit, especially during phony 19. And, like, I've noticed, like, products just not lasting and whatnot, right? You think those guys are going to come to bat for the Did you just issue? say
2: phony 19? I did. <laughs> okay, all right. I just wanted to make sure.
0: <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, just, and then the, the reps, like I said, Phone go is completely silent if there's an issue. So that warranty is. I can't
2: is, stand that, man. That yeah, warranty so irritating. is about as
0: good as that piece of paper it's written on.
2: What are clients asking for up there? What What is it that you do like that they're asking for? When it comes to bathrooms, I guess, when it comes to kitchens.
0: Most of my calls are like, oh, yeah, I'm looking for a custom bathroom. Can you do it for five grand?
2: What the fuck? Oh, yeah. It's $4, that $4. doesn't exist, man. It didn't exist in the 80s. That's what it is. Five grand for custom, oh, three, yeah. a three piece?
0: Yeah. I just finished doing a quote on a job where the, like, the actual, ba- the whole bathroom needed to be completely gutted. All he wanted to do was fix the peeling paint in the ceiling. And I'm like, man, I, I'm not that guy. I'm not your guy. <laughs> you so just I
2: mean? tell him to hire that guy. Tell him to find that guy.
0: I did. I pretty much told him, like, he's find a yourself a guy. a beat that,
2: up truck at the local box store. Yeah, That's where he's hanging out
0: that's what I seem to find on the clientele. But I do have a good clientele of uh, referral clientele where I've done a few jobs uh, back-to-back or whatnot or a couple years down the road. Um, they kind of understand the value. A lot of them in Sudbury don't.
1: But the clients reaching out to contractors through social media accounts, out of 10, how many of them are aware of... The true value of a reno. Out of a Renault. At a, at a 10? Yeah. None. Zero. None. Zero. But a referral. But a referral. Still. How many referrals oh, have Every idea? single one. So all the energy that contractors are putting into social media. Smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. It's for your own entertainment, for each other's
2: entertainment. What is, I call it the KitKat hour. So majority of clients, whether they work in office environment, whatever, at around two, three. They get on social media and they start having just general bullshit conversation while they're wasting the rest of the day hours with their coworkers or their families or their friends or whatever. I need to find a contractor. Well, I'm already on Facebook checking marketplace or whatever. Oh, I'll check out this contractor. Is he on Facebook? Great. Whatever. It gets connected automatically to IG. So then now you go and you see all these pretty pictures and you're like, okay, that seems like a cool contractor I'm going to contact. Send them a DM and that's how the ball starts. But they're not really focused. I think clients I, I've said it, they need to go to school and understand what they want to build. They have to have this construction
1: knowledge to have a two-way conversation. See, that's happened. I've been part of the Sudbury District Home Builders Association going back years and years, and there have been really I like really well-structured information called pamphlets online. Reach us, contact us, see us before you do something. That's smart. And and you know how many people actually call? Nobody. Very few. (laughs) It's there as a resource. It's there as a resource. They
2: don't want to look at it. They'll like maybe read the first line and then right back to Pinterest, right back to house and start pulling out their board and start pulling out their selections. And this is my dream kitchen. This is my dream, whatever. But they haven't done the real homework.
1: No. And you know what? They don't listen to this podcast. They watch. There's some. I hope so. Yeah. And I hope more people do kind of tune in and, and do seek knowledge. And maybe it starts with a bank that's giving them the loan.
2: That's the other problem I
1: have. The banks just want to give you money. Their you got equity. And yep. you argue yeah, Exactly. Yeah, they go, of money. we got a line of credit for
2: X amount. So we have to build this bathroom for this much. That's how we got $5,000. Yeah. Our, our bank said, hey, you got approved for five grand. Guess what, honey? We can build a bathroom now. No, you fucking cannot.
1: Everybody knows what a car costs. What a snow machine costs. How, should Home Depot put in their flyer because that's what goes later over week bathroom rent had, was starting at $25,000 they, they, they say they're contracting they say they offer contracting I, I know
2: they do but they undersell all the contractors that they so the contractors told it's no different than insurance work they're told it's going to be 5000 for this bathroom but they've sold it for ten. dollars so you were going to say some surge
0: uh, no I just yeah part of it I think is just the undercutting is the so race problem. to the bottom and I got an uncle I got an uncle that can do it. So then that uncle's like, fuck it, look at that price. I'm not, don't pay that. I can do it for it. And then, you know, how long that. But the other rental. game, the
2: other flip is I can do it. I'll sign up. I'll do it. And then they tell the client extra this, extra that, extra that, all that other shit. Then the number gets up to 10, 15 grand. But now you're the bad guy. And also you've painted the industry as the bad guy. Yep. Every contractor does that. That's not true. Every contractor that's legit gives you a fair price. You just didn't like that fair price. Right. So you look for your oh, price. Yeah, you hear what you want to hear. Yes. To get what you want to get. So you can't change them. All you can do is like you do, vet. Yep. If you meet that client, then he's not for you. She's not for you. Move on.
0: Yep. I'll vet him. Like people so think important. that's crazy. But no, it's I'll vet it. I'll, no, it's not. I'll fucking vet it.
2: I've I'll had guys on the show here with they don't even, when they present their numbers, there's no hard copy sent to them. They come into the room, the office, and they sit down. They present it. They have all the numbers there, and that's it. Then they ask for a copy, and they say, nope. If you guys are interested in moving forward, let us know, and we'll drop the contract. So That's fair. That's uh, 100% fair. Yeah, and you're if you, are as a homeowner, want to wanna be a spy yeah. and have some Google glasses and you're videotaping the whole presentation, whatever it is, who gives a shit, but you're not getting a hard copy. That's right. That's fair. If you really are legitimate and you want to hire a proper contractor, then you should take this quote seriously. But the majority of clients out there don't. They want to race to the bottom, man. Just vet. That's the only way you can do it. We can't count on politicians. And you can't count on clients educating themselves. So just vet and only hire or work with clients that... You will, communicate. That's it. Communicate.
0: You get a vibe right away. Yeah, you do. You're right away. But Go you get a lot on. of younger
2: trades that are so desperate. I got to get work. Yep. I've got no work. I've only worked five days this month. I need to get some work. I got to make my rent. Like You get a lot of that shit. So then they'll take whatever, and then it becomes a nightmare.
0: that ruins it for everyone. It
2: does. But we can't keep them out. No.
1: The barrier to entry
2: has to... You keep them on that side and we keep them on this side. And and most
1: clients, and I don't think... I think the people that want something good, they don't want those guys. If you're you're selling yourself as upper, you're always better to be higher. And that's one thing in sales. If you say, what do you learn in sales? I'll tell everybody listening, sell yourself as being better than everybody else and what do you do that's better show the details so show the cross section of your shower show the cross section of the steps that you're going to build out of the stone and all the materials that you use and why you use them and why you use latacrete over the the cheaper alternative why you use geo grid and and all the different yep. products that sorry that are out there that we can use that take time to explain and aren't really necessarily simple and you'll say oh the homeowner doesn't understand they don't know but you know and if you know sell them that you know be proud that you know yeah be proud that be proud that he's proud that he can say hey go see my man go see my masonry man go see aaron he'll look after you the builders and the contractors i deal with they're happy to send their people to me because i'm proud to explain and i'm not explaining this is the other thing is the person controlling the conversation is the one asking the questions. So when you come into a showroom, don't expect the salesman to tell you everything. Expect the salesman to ask you questions. If he doesn't ask you questions, he's just there to take your order.
2: Yeah. That's not a salesperson. No order taker. And
1: and if he's, if he's just spouting out about the newest product that came in the showroom that some other salesman up the line dropped off that now you should buy because he's excited about it. He's not a salesman the salesman is a guy that welcomes you that you're happy to see that asks you about your family because you've known each other for a long time and then a few minutes later you say oh yeah shit i came in for this and oh, okay then you start having the conversation about what's going on as a contractor and now i'm with a contractor I'm, rep- I'm a contractor's representative and uh selling material and the Biggest thing a contractor can do, and I've seen it, and I know co- longtime contractors is they have partnerships with their favorite suppliers. That's huge. And Suburb a small town. We got plumbing warehouse. Shout out to those boys. Been doing it forever and knock it out of yep. the park. Absolutely. And every builder that has reputation, rough and finishing, everything, 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 everything. answers the sales. Solid. Everything. Solid, everything. Solid, solid, solid company. Nice.
0: Solid company.
1: Yeah, and, and there's a number of places like that where everywhere you go, you can find someone and look for look for them. If you can't find, they're them, there. They're there. They're there. And Every you'll city find has them. it. Every city has it. Don't don't just walk into the neighborhood guy that's the closest one and trust that he's going to look after you.
0: And just for that, I've followed him from business to business, and I've been 100% loyal to this.
1: Only day. two businesses in all these years. <laughs> <laughs> your competitor. Your
0: your competitor. Yeah.
1: So that that's. For you asked Serge, what no, Serge could, could learn from me—that's yeah. that's the advice that I have that I see on the ground. And for the guys that are successful, it's it's that communication point and that contract where you come in your scope of work. If it's a basement rental, it might be three pages. The more lines you can put on there, the better it is. Yep. And then one number at the end—it's value. It's value. It's value. Don't its ever peers.
2: undervalue your skill set, man. No. Don't ever yeah. sit there and just give Don't a shit, number just. out of the like the, the fly-by-nights over the phone. Here's the number. Ah, did yeah. you just f- yeah. pluck that from the clouds? That's what you want to get paid this week? I guess so, right? But no. I want to ask you guys. Uh, I, I'm still trying to peg. But I have no idea. Tool-wise, Serge. Oh, DeWalt. Okay. All yeah, right. <laughs> I got nothing wrong with DeWalt. We just make a few jokes about DeWalt.
0: Why do I want to buy a whole nother set when I have all the fucking batteries? That's the problem.
2: Yeah, no, but all the influencers online are always talking about all these other tools that are amazing. And why not change your whole battery platform and go there? Because it doesn't fucking happen. No, never. All right. It doesn't happen. What are you, Aaron? Makita. You're Makita guy. Uh, My father came from Finland. The color's right. That's exactly it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, there's a lot of DeWalt in Finland.
1: Well, wow, that's fine. I'm not there fussy. No, Does no, it get no, the no. job done? Yeah. That's the tool. That's exactly Does it. That's it what I've always said. Exactly. I still have a craftsman with a with a cord on it. Nice. Drill and I, I still love my cord skills. I don't give a shit. I'm not all Craftsmen Craftsman make great tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> T- cords are all right, man. They never fail. They never <laughs> run out. We're getting close to the end. I want to share a little green book talk.
2: This is always fun because I hate that book. Uh, but we have to have that book, right? So uh, as per OSHA's uh, vital definitions, uh, I'm curious, guys. Do you guys know in OSHA what the term critically injured means critically injured
0: yeah you're on life support (laughs) as (laughs) defined
2: as defined an injury or serious nature that places life in jeopardy produces unconsciousness results in substantial loss of blood involves the fracture of a leg or arm but not a finger or toe (laughs) So you break that's a toe, kind of. you break a finger. That's not critically injury. Uh, involves the amputation of a leg, arm, hand, foot, but not a finger or toe. Uh, consists of burns to a major portion of the body or causes the loss of sight in an eye. In OSHA, the medical attention, that term, is defined as treatment for a legally qualified medical practitioner or registered nurse who holds an, an extended certificate of registration under the Nursing Act. Stuff that you
1: learn on the show.
0: Yep.
1: Never had one in construction. Never been part of a critical injury. On Knock on wood. Good. Knock on wood. Any, Good. Ma-
0: any uh, major injuries? Me? Yeah.
2: Finger. Yeah. Table saw long time ago. Really? As a kid. As a kid.
0: Shoot yourself with a nail gun?
2: No. I've shot myself once with a Brad. Oh, yeah. 18 gauge. It tickled. On this last build. You had a framing? Con- oh. Really? Yeah, that build. hurts.
0: Last build, I had uh, the, bo- the boss stitch three and a quarter coil nailer and i was leaning it up on my thigh no depressed
2: no Poof. And, right you did, in. and you did quick it was on the quick audit? oh yeah <sighs> right in
0: all the way in. pulled the whole thing back out went to the hospital x-ray just to make sure yeah that was it nothing clean clean clean, clean. <laughs> back to work let's go
2: i'm trying to get ziggy on the show carpenter polish old school uh nice super nice guy uh It was him or somebody else, I'm trying to remember. Someone shot right through the steel toe, and uh, they just pulled it out with the hammer and went right back to work.
0: (laughs) Right back to work. (laughs)
2: Like, I guess it just nicked one of the toes, right? It didn't really go through the toe, so they're like, get back
0: to work. I was full that, right in, right? Uh, Ah, that's
2: full force of the nail. Oh, yeah. It was was countersunk, or did you get a nail set to finish it off? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: nope, hold it right out and uh, right back to work. Ouch, much. man.
2: Yeah. And it's that feeling of when it comes out, huh?
0: Yeah. I figure uh, sitting shit. idle is the worst thing after an injury.
2: It's true. Get it moving. Get the Keep blood moving, going. Keep moving, man. Yeah. Keep moving. But if you do hit your leg and you hit a certain artery and you got a little waterfall action yeah, yeah. and you're not landscaping, nah, then go to the hospital, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, you ready for the 12 questions?
1: Sure. Let's go.
2: What is your favorite construction word?
1: Beauty.
0: Um, Jesus.
2: Jesus? He was a carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I don't really have a favorite word, to be no? honest with
2: you. No. What's been going on, man? Last few shows, a lot of people have been stumped on the very first one. They didn't have a construction word. Yeah, no. But no. then other guys will get on there like, fuck. Fuck. Yeah. That's a word. That's, That's a what he said right here. Uh, yeah. we, were, we were doing this,
1: yeah.
0: Some guys love smoking. I love saying fuck
2: what's your least favorite construction word
0: not my job and that's not even that
2: yeah fuck it the fuck, I fuck know, it i know the fuck it's man what turns you on in construction gentlemen
0: modern build you
2: like the contemporary eh? oh, yeah. clean lines amazing materials more expensive and True. intricate and you have to be a, mo- a lot more conscious than traditional building
0: super nice though it's very sexy. and and end result is yeah it's unreal. very real
2: but also the flip side is that you go modern you go modern you do not go modern and I ran out of budget modern. Oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Okay. Because there's a certain ACM, certain kind of stucco, certain kind of railings. Like you do not do oil canning. Like you don't do kinds of, like you got to go modern, right?
0: Yeah.
2: I hate when modern starts modern and then they ran out of budget modern. Yeah, it shows quick. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hard in Sudbury though. We don't get.
2: I can't picture a lot of them there.
0: No ACM. Almost impossible. People are like, what the fuck is that? <sighs>
2: A really good aluminum, a really good... They don't have a clue. Really? Oh,
0: no, uh, yeah. And no. the people that do the modern stuff, then they're looked at like, oh, that, uh, that doesn't fit the area. It's not, it's too far out. That's my personal opinion. If
2: you go modern and you probably go modern, it can fit into any neighborhood. If you...
1: Yeah, we saw it here. ...cheat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If yeah. You cheat, here, you
0: know, here, it works really well here. Really, huh? Not so much there. Mm.
1: It's coming. It's, it's coming. Slow poo poo. We're, we're stuck is, in yeah.
0: 1980. Easy. No.
1: What, ter- oh, Aaron? Right, what, ter- what turns you on, Aaron? Oh, I like solutions. I like finding solutions. That's construction. It happens all day long. Yeah, That's it's, construction. Yeah. There's always a challenge. Always a problem. Always a solution. What turns you off in construction?
0: Chronic complaining.
2: I like that term, chronic complaining.
0: Just full on. Like you, that'll just kill the whole mood. That's yeah. why I work alone.
2: You don't get bored. The voices? I, I love it
0: when people show up <laughs> for coffee, though. Because <laughs> then it's like verbal diarrhea. <laughs>
1: what about you, Aaron? Uh, yeah, it's just that complaining. The, the Complain. fuck it's again. The I can't. It's the fuck it's. The, the, the answers are there. The answers are there.
2: What's your favorite curse word, gentlemen? Fuck.
1: Yeah, yep. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: great. Uh, what's your favorite vehicle? Anything in the world?
1: Oh, it's always going to be what I'm driving today. So you got to be grateful for what you have. So I'm thankful for my truck. I like that. That Dodge Rebel's pretty cool. It's got a sweet stereo. Cool red interior. you going to upgrade it to TRX? Maybe. It's got a lot of power. I'd take get a motorcycle before that. Oh, which yeah. One? What are a, you looking at? Oh... Just get one of those nice cruisers. Just I I'd just trust. Just I'd, I'd find. 89, I'd find my. I'd find 89 my. Eighty uh, nine no, Honda Gold Wing, open no, face mask,
0: no, and a no, cigarette no, hanging of out European, of his mouth, and an eight track on there. No, yeah. no. <laughs>
1: uh, one of those European cruisers there. You look cool and gets you there, nice.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, Dodge Viper for me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. When did they stop making them? I don't know. Ninety five, two thousand. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. But have you seen the like price the on those things now? If
2: people are trying to sell them and they're insane. I think a
0: 1999 is like 60-70 grand.
2: Holy cow.
0: I know. I guess Dodge. Dodge heads. Well, yeah, a, every it's company's viper, got it It's one of a kind. It's a yeah,
2: Viper. It's cool. It only had two bodies.
1: Yeah, it, but it's that old school style. Yes. yes. It's like something. Correct me if I'm 70s, wrong.
2: Is it the 60s. last car that Carroll Shelby designed?
1: Uh,
0: I don't know.
2: He actually designed he that? Really? Yeah, he designed that shape. And I don't know if it's the last car that he did design. That would make sense. Right? Because it's
1: got that cool it's got factor, it's, it's very reminiscent the, of the
2: 427, see. right? So it's just like, I, I, I think his, I think it was the last vehicle, that he, production vehicle that he designed. Yeah. The last go. one, right? That explains it. So maybe that's why there's a lot of value in it now, right? Even to find a 427 with his, his signature on it. Because he was selling a bunch of them for a little while, right up to his death, right? So there's value in there. Uh, least favorite vehicle in the world, guys?
0: amc pacer oh. junk the bubble man the bubble fucking wayne's world <laughs> the <laughs> bubble man can you I imagine g-
2: replacing that glass on the back
0: oh uh, we had one as a child i w- my parents had one it's ugly man it's fucking shit <laughs> it's ugly it's <laughs> embarrassing i didn't it only
2: came in shit brown like like it was odd colors that it came in blue was it blue
0: yeah well they had the blue other interior well there was yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, Matching. They so had nice. a pacer was the actual equivalent to it. So there was a Pacer and then there's an a Nobody's mentioned that one,
2: man. I totally forgot about that one.
0: What a <laughs> shitbox.
1: <laughs> Aaron? Uh, I had a 2017 Murano that was cursed. So that was my what, least favorite down? car. Just Oh,
0: down.
1: well, you know what? It was more other people fucking it up. Don't you hate when you have a pickup truck?
2: Everybody wants to borrow your pickup truck. And then everybody
1: slaps money on the dash to
2: give it back to you to fill up the tank. No. So I got rid of pickup trucks. I only drive cars now. I don't give a shit.
1: I tried to drive a car for. I love driving a car. One. Yeah, it's. I love it. I hate it when I get get on a job site. see, it's fun to drive in the city. If I was in the city, I'd drive a car. But where we are, I'm on dirt roads and I'm going in the bush. You need a truck.
0: You pulling up with that thing on a job site? No. Sometimes, (laughs) sometimes <laughs> if i'm sorry you're that, say, guy, oh, eh? no, I'm not that guy <laughs> 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 i
1: wouldn't do
2: that i wouldn't do that man because that's not right if i'm going to visit to say hello maybe bring, i'm in the hood and i want to bring coffees
0: i drive a cadillac ext you yeah, really huh yeah best truck i've ever owned man
2: see i'll park it on the street i'll, I'll park it before it's shit. on the dirt right
0: uh, um, that thing's beat the shit. No, i like, no, like having a clean
2: car i like having a clean car
0: i'll clean it yeah but i'll use it for construction you can put a four by eight sheet of drywall on that thing be completely closed Off and in the rain and not have a problem. Really? Absolutely. That's why I love it.
2: I wish they never got rid of the avalanche.
0: That's all that is, is a glorified avalanche.
2: I actually thought the avalanche made so much sense. And I don't know why it didn't take off.
0: 2015, I was was in a major project and uh, I got T-boned on the side. All the airbags went off. Not one thing hit me. Thing was a total write-off. Safest truck I've ever been in. It was crazy. There was nothing left of that truck. That was your avalanche. Yep. Yeah, the black avalanche.
2: They should bring it back. They are. It's are great. they bringing it back? Bullshit electric version. No, no, no. Is They're doing there, there the a version Silverado. of the Hummer one? Silverado. Really?
0: Yeah. Well, at least a- I think that's 110K? It K? Oh, that's stupid.
1: What
2: construction sound or noise do you guys love?
0: Oh, I
1: love the sound of a trowel and a mortar scratching. That's a good sound.
0: I love the drywall roto zip. Yeah, it's weird, man. I just love it's the sound. Piercing, man. Yeah, but I mean now you're on drywall stage.
2: Oh, you love what it signals. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you guys hate? I hate the guys in the roof pounding those nails in the sheathing. Papa, when you're underneath and working. Pa-pow, yeah. It drives me nuts.
0: Yeah, I'd say the same, but on the roofing and pat. Oh, fuck.
2: What profession other than your own guys uh, would like to attempt one day? Anything.
1: I'd like to be an audio engineer.
2: An audio engineer? Yeah. Musician?
1: No. no. Mixing. No. Just mix mixing? Mixing music. Putting it together.
0: Yeah. Fucking rock superstar. Just to live go. it up for a week. <laughs>
2: Build the stage and then perform on the stage. That's it. Light it on fire. <laughs> have all the amenities with it. <laughs> <laughs> what profession would you guys not like to do?
1: Oh, I could never be a police officer or firefighter seeing the shit they see. I like it's happy hard. things. Yeah. Teacher, hats
2: off Yeah, but you're in construction, you are a teacher Mm. By proxy
0: Sure
2: Last question, if heaven exists What would you uh, you guys like to hear God say When you arrive at those pearly gates Welcome home, son Try
0: again (laughs) Try again, get back down there (laughs) Try again Gentlemen, it's been a
2: pleasure, man Thank you so much for taking the trek down here And uh, finally meeting you guys and talking shop It's always great to talk shop, man Cheers, all guys. the best of the business and all the best of the business and reach out anytime, and anybody can reach out to you guys as well too, man. Yeah, please do. So I just want to shout out every, everybody again. Surge is uh, Complete Home Services and it's complete.hs at hotmail.com. Facebook and Instagram, Complete Home Services, and then you got Aaron, bunch of companies, uh, Futurescape Landscaping, Lime Kiln. We don't even talk about the quarry. So where's the quarry at?
1: Quarry's Manitoulin, North Shore, of Manitoulin. Ah, Island. I love Manitoulin, beautiful, beautiful place, man. beautiful limestone yeah. product we're pulling out of there. Armorstone steps flag, grand flag. Love armorstone. A little bit. uh Is The price a, shot through the roof. No, no, we're we're Flintstone. We're pulling it out with the machines and loading on trucks. We leave it to the guys on site to work with, and that's what our crews build with, with at Futurescape. You can check it out online. Barney Whoa. Rubble. Yeah, <laughs> right, we know uh, rocks are and, rocks. And get it done, man. We give birth for earth.
2: sure. Fisher Wavy, uh, and then also check them all out. Future to Future Tote Right. Ca.
1: Future Toad, yeah.
2: Yeah, and then FisherWavy.com, and then reach you is Aaron at Futurescape.ca, and then also your name, which is O-V-E-H-K-A-L-A-E. Sorry, you know, at FisherWavy. That's it.com. it, .com. All the notes will be there anyway, so everyone will see that. Thank you, guys. We're out of here. That's Thank you, thanks, Angelina. Man. Thank you.